For the briefest of instants, it's a relief. A dream. Only a dream. A horrible nightmare. Then, my hopes sink as I realize my mistake. My heart is suddenly heavy again. Tears burn my eyes. Because I know, my son really is gone. Missing. It's been two years since I last saw him. I'm serious. You can't tell a soul, a breathy voice whispered. I could lose my job. Ava Garrison opened a bleary eye. From her bed, she heard the sound of voices beyond the big wooden door that stood slightly ajar. She doesn't even know what's going on, another woman agreed. Her voice was deeper and gruffer than the first, and Ava thought she recognized it. A headache pounding behind her eyes as the nightmare retreated into her subconscious. Shh, she should be awake soon, breathy voice again. Ava tried to place it and thought it might belong to Demetria, Julianne's doer and nursemaid. For a woman not yet thirty, tall, slim Demetria always wore a severe expression that matched her harsh hairstyle, dyed black and pulled back, restrained by a heavy clip at her nape. Her only concession to whimsy, it seemed, was the hint of a tattoo, an inky tendril that curled from beneath the clip to tease the back of her ear. So what is it? What's going on with her? The second voice demanded. Oh, Lord, did it belong to Chloe? Ava felt a jab of betrayal. She knew they were talking about her, and Chloe had been her best friend while growing up here on this remote island. But that had been years ago long before fresh-faced and happy-go-lucky Chloe had turned into the unhappy soul who couldn't for the life of her let go of a love that had died so swiftly. More whispering. Slowly going out of her mind. Has been for years, poor Mr. Garrison. Breathy voice. Poor Mr. Garrison? Seriously? The man who seemed intent on being absent, always away, the man she'd contemplated divorcing on more than one occasion? Well, something should be done. They're richer than God. One of them muttered, her words thin and reedy as she walked away. For God's sake, keep your voice down. Anyway, the family's making sure that she gets the best care that money can buy. The family? Ava's head was throbbing as she threw off the thick duvet and her bare feet hit the plush carpet that had been cast over hardwood. She's crazy as a loon, but he won't leave her. One of them, she couldn't tell which, said, and the words were as crippling as they were true. Gritting her teeth, she forced herself to the doorway and peeked out. Sure enough, two women were stepping down the stairs, their bodies slowly disappearing, but neither one was Chloe, as Ava's mind had suggested. They were Virginia Zanders, Chloe's mother, a woman twice the size of her daughter and the cook for Neptune's gate, and Graciella, a part-time maid who, as if sensing Ava in the doorway, glanced over her shoulder and offered a smile as saccharine as the iced tea that Virginia poured on hot summer days. Half the size of her companion, Graciella was petite, with lustrous black hair knotted at the base of her skull. The hairs on the backs of Ava's arms lifted, Graciela's dark eyes seemed to glint with a secret knowledge before both she and Virginia were out of sight, their footsteps fading.
With a quick push, Ava slammed the door shut, then tried to lock it, but the deadbolt was missing, replaced by a matching faceplate to cover the hole left in the door. God help me, she whispered, and drew in a long, calming breath as she leaned against the door. Don't give in. Fight back. Against what? With a hand on the bed to steady herself, she walked carefully to the window, pushed back the curtains, and opened the blinds. The day was gray and grim, as it was on that day, that horrid day when Noah, her heart clutched. Squinting, she stared at the end of the dock, and there he was, her tiny son, teetering near the edge, a ghostly image in the fog. Noah, she whispered, suddenly terrified, her fingers sliding.